Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. With your boy Oso. And your girl Rocky. What is good, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Is Bernie Sanders the second coming of Jesus? Y'all know this clickbait. (laughs) (laughs) We got you. You clicked it. If you're listening to this, you clicked it. We got you. Uh, so first, uh, we recorded this yesterday, and uh, it did. There's some technical, some technical difficulties. A did, bit. Didn't record. So, um, but we did record something. So on not all video. was lost. Yes. Right. So we'll we'll reference that later. But. Yeah. Um. So, you know, hopefully we give this as much energy as we had yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot more energy yesterday. Um. So we're kind of like early in the morning. This is um recording. Monday morning. Yeah. So trying to get that out to you. Trying to get that out to the people. Um, but because Super Tuesday is coming. Super Tuesday is tomorrow. Tomorrow, are y'all ready? It's time to vote. If you are in Texas, if you are in California, Massachusetts, if you're in North Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, if you're in Virginia, if you're in Minnesota, if you're in Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Look at us knowing all these damn states. We on it. That's pretty much. Yeah, that's all I had. Wait, is but, Florida? Nah. nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but that was a decent amount, all right? Yeah. Point is... It's 14 states. Yes. That's a lot. Uh, the whole lot. And the big prizes are Texas and California. Mm-hmm. With Texas having, I think, like 150 delegates. And California, California having like geez. 224 or something like that. So. But it was over four. Oh, wait. You might be right. Over 400. Yeah, it's 400. It's Texas has two something. But either way, it's a big prize. Yeah. California is the mm-hmm. biggest state, so... And guess what? Bernie's leading with a huge margin of victory, so mm-hmm. it's looking good in Cali. Ooh, so some updates since even yesterday, right? That's true. Um, so we were talking about uh, the South Carolina primary and how Biden won that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. It was older black people that was doing that. Older black voters. He's that's the demographic that he won um, most significantly, and that's why he got the win. To be honest, because. Younger black folks showed up for Bernie. Mm-hmm. Uh, younger white folk, younger Hispanic folk. Not that there's that many in South Carolina, yeah. <laughs> but basically every other demographic was for Bernie. It's just that there's such a large older population in South Carolina. It's an old state. Yeah. So you know that happened, but you know uh, Joe Biden has clearly shown signs that he's experiencing cognitive decline. Like, obvious. Glaringly Like, obvious. I'm gonna need y'all to look up dementia symptoms because my grandma has dementia and, uh, yeah, seeing a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. So, y'all want that man as president? Really? Y'all think he ha- can even beat Trump? Really? That's, a, that's the thing I don't get. He, he doesn't look like he's up He to running it. for the United States Senate. So, uh... And then he wants you to vote for the other Joe Biden. <laughs> You know, and he was talking about what's what's the dude's name? Uh, Corn Pop. Yeah. The bad dude. <laughs> I don't know how y'all just catching on to his cognitive decline. He's been showing signs since day one. Get it together. Play the radio. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, What's that? Yeah, yeah. Please get this man about it. Again. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Biden won South Carolina, and now um, Tom Steyer dropped out. Tom Steyer dropped out, and drum roll, please. Buddha Buttigieg, get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> you know, I was listening to uh, Chank Ugar, and mm-hmm. he was saying the reason that Pete dropped out is because the DNC is trying to consolidate the moderate vote. Right. So the plan is everybody knows that Bernie's going to get the most votes. Mm-hmm. So that's like clear. Mm-hmm. The plan is to make sure that he doesn't get the majority of votes so that in the convention it goes to the second ballot where super delegates, basically party elites. So people who don't represent us, y'all. Right, can still go against the people's wishes. Pretty much. That's because it's like it's so glaringly obvious that everybody's admitted to this point that they all said trust the process. Let the process play out. Bernie was the only candidate on that debate stage. He said, let the people decide. Right. Like let's let it be one person, one vote. The person with the most votes actually wins the contest. You know, in a democracy type fashion. That whole thing. You know. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're going into Super Tuesday tomorrow. Tomorrow's going and, down. And uh, we are ready to vote for Bernie. Yep, I'm gonna fill out my uh, ballots. I got the mail-in ballot. Um, mm-hmm. well, the, the ballot mailed to me. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna fill it in. So when I go in there, I just. Hand that thing in, real quick process, easy. Oh, really? I make a note, like a little chart, and then I vote there. Because I like voting there. It makes me feel like I'm a part of the process. And it's longer, because I'm going to bring my Bernie sign. Oh, I'm going to bring that shit. I'm going to be... Oh, I want to walk to I'm the... Because our polling place isn't far from our house, so I would like to we walk yelling, with the Bernie sign. Bernie! Yeah, I'm excited. Like, I'm gonna make some noise. You gonna know who I'm voting for? Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So, um, so today's show is Bernie Sanders, the second coming of Jesus. Was, um, not because we actually believe that Bernie Sanders is Jesus, because we're not Christian. Right. Like we said before, like we're not Christian. We were raised Christian. We were raised Christian, and I I would say we have more Christian values, mm-hmm. which we can get to a lot more, mm-hmm. uh, than most other Christian people, and, which and, is kind of a shame. And that being said, like, because of my trauma with Christianity, because of the shame, the judgment, the hate, just the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy is huge. You know, like, you I was... You go from, like, loving everybody to... Hate gay people or hate this or yeah. hate that. It's like what? It, it was it was such a like I didn't like having that hate in my heart for them. So I was like, all right, Christian people, help me become more loving toward y'all because y'all have not been good to me. So I got some trauma. Right. And it's really hard to to put that aside and and so kudos to you because it does take a lot. I mean, for me, there's like a lot of my friends who are Christian and everything else like that grew up in the church and all that, and you've mm-hmm. had similar experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've actually had experiences with people who weren't necessarily uh, just using the label. They were Christ-like, you know. And, and, and that's what helped me get through um, that kind of barrier was some of my uh, Christian friends who mm-hmm. broke it down and saying there are those who are Christ-like who are following the example of Christ. Right. And then there are those who are Christian who just show up spout scripture it's just all about about the label basically, yeah, basically. you know they're like oh i'm a christian and mm-hmm. it, it's almost it's so 
backwards because it's almost seen as like oh, I'm a Christian I'm better than you oh for sure versus I'm a Christian I'm loving I'm caring mm-hmm. I'm kind mm-hmm. and that I put my best foot forward in those principles exactly the first principle they have is I'm a Christian so you gotta listen to me or I'm right or mm-hmm. <laughs> that My those type of people right. yeah those type of people man oof yeah oof. so for today's show we're talking about Christ like following the example of right. Jesus Christ there we go and the question that I posed to Facebook um, Instagram is what are the similarities between Jesus and Bernie Sanders Ooh. okay so we did do a Q and A uh, response. Mm-hmm. Um, we did video record that. We're gonna upload that to YouTube on Wednesday. On Wednesday, and today what's being uploaded is uh, we, we went over yeah the the local Alameda County ballot, the official ballot mm-hmm. um, of what who we decided to vote for for the people running for office, for the measures, for the proposition. You know, all of that. We went over why it's good to have an official ballot mailed to you because sometimes the prep books that they send you don't actually have all of the options on right. the official ballot. Which is weird. Well, well no. One of the people said that you had to pay to get in that book. Mm, like $6,000. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And for people who are of a campaign that's people funded, that can be pretty difficult. Exactly. You know, Bernie Sanders is raising all his money by himself, but again, he has re- name recognition. He's running on a national platform. Exactly. So if you're running on a local platform, it's really mm-hmm. more challenging to do that. So I would definitely say get your official ballot mailed to you. You don't have to use that to vote. Just know what the options are. Right. And if you don't get your official ballot mailed to you, when you show up at the polls, like, Feel free to have your phone out there. If you see a name that you had no recognition of, do a quick Google search. <laughs> yeah, it's not illegal to have your phone out yeah, nah. there. Do research. In fact, exactly. It's encouraged. Exactly. So don't like show up to the to the booth and only know what's been in mainstream media. Like do your research. Mainstream media will fuck you up. They exactly. were the ones who said Bernie would have dropped out by August. So. They were the ones <laughs> who said Biden won with zero percent reporting. Yeah. That fuck shit. <laughs> yeah. So yes, please, please, please. For I mean, if you still have time with the primary for the general, get your ballot mailed to you so that way you know what you're walking into. Okay, but yes, we went over all of the people and the measures we're voting for um, on the video, so we're going to upload that to YouTube today. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> so back to today's show. Um, I want to talk about the story of Jesus. Now, while this discrepancy on if Jesus was the actual person, to be clear, the story of Jesus has been around. Yeah. So I would like to know about the story of Jesus. So what did you learn about the story of Jesus? Uh, so we're going to go over a couple of the things. So one of the things we all know is that Jesus was born immaculately, <laughs> immaculate conception. He was born of a virgin mother. According to the storybooks, and so was Bernie. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, I honestly question Jesus' birth too, because you mean to tell me Mary and Joseph weren't fucking? They was fucking. Like, weren't they married? That's one of them urban legend <laughs> stories where it's like maybe she was very uh, protective of her body. She didn't want to let anybody do anything, and then she met Joseph. And what's his name? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> See, look at me. Been a while since I've been in Bible study. <laughs> uh, and he probably, you know, got it in. And then she was like, I have a reputation out here in these streets. Uh, 
let's just tell everybody that I was born <laughs> immaculately. Yeah, you know. <laughs> And he was like, I don't give a fuck. Do I still get to hit? Oh, wow, wow, wow. I am making up that whole part of this story. <laughs> anyways, the story is Jesus had a virgin birth. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, So we're obviously not saying that Bernie has done that. Uh, but, At all. <laughs> you're right. But he does come um with other similarities. So we'll go over those. So first and foremost, they both Jewish. Yes, Bernie is Jewish. He will become our first Jewish president. Yes. Which is going to be historic, mm-hmm. you know, if y'all get y'all shit together <laughs> and vote for this man and not Biden. Um, so there's one similarity with that. They were both Jewish. Um, another similarity is in the early days. So Jesus, there's a gap in the Bible where it, it goes from like birth and small interactions when uh, Jesus was born to like shooting straight to when he was 30. Um, so there's a big gap in between the developmental stages of Jesus as the man. And it goes straight to, yeah, I'm in my 30s, grown-ass man status now. Well, there's a little gap for Bernie's history, too. Right. Well, at least according to some people. Because his political history, he didn't start mm-hmm. really getting into politics until his 30s and 40s. Mm-hmm. So, in between that time when he was born, um, born in Brooklyn, by the way, mm-hmm. um, he was doing odd jobs. He was a carpenter, which Jesus was also a carpenter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did some jobs when it came to being a psychiatric assistant, um, working in just a whole bunch of odd jobs. Mm-hmm. I can't list them all, but carpenter is the one that we wanted to make a uh, make a point of mentioning because they both did those things that that work that seems like uh, with your hands and mm-hmm. for the community. Mm-hmm. So it's like instilling some of those values in. Uh, I'm guessing it helps with Bernie's appreciation for having housing for all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So with the values, I definitely want to, again, go back to the example of following Jesus Christ and look at what Jesus's principles were. Right, because that's what's important. Like, not all the other fluffy bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's about what the man stood for. Mm -hmm. Um, So one of the things that is a similarity in a value of Jesus um, came when he kicked those outside of his father's temple, God's temple, uh, the merchants and those who were selling and looking to make a profit off of people who were just there to worship and to praise. So he, this is a pretty significant part of the Bible because um, it was the first time that we actually witnessed Jesus getting angry, mm. you know, showing that piece of emotion usually it's all you know peace and love mm-hmm. and just happiness mm-hmm. but this emotion was anger actual righteous anger mm-hmm. similarly you know, that's funny right a lot of people say Bernie, why Bernie so angry there we go there we go if you see injustice you might be a little bit angry yourself and Bernie was saying the same shit for how long just saying I'm sorry Bernie we just catching up now I'm sorry right. we here though we here we here we gonna make it happen Yes. Um, but he talked about that, about how like there should be a separation of this like merchant class, those who are looking to take advantage and make mm, money mm-hmm. and are fixated on money versus those who are looking to praise, mm-hmm. those who are looking to do good within the world and to contribute. So although a lot of times here in the present, um, in the present in 2020, we like to conflate the two like, oh, Bloomberg's got all this money and he's like donating to all these causes. But at the same time, he's looking to gain influence and gain power. He's buying the fucking campaign. Right. How many ads have you seen? Case and point. 
We just got a whole bunch of mail from Bloomberg. I ain't received a goddamn thing from any other candidate. Got five pieces of mail from Bloomberg alone. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And I think that's a huge similarity that needs to be um, taken into account when thinking about Bernie Sanders because he does have a righteous anger about him. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having a righteous anger. That's channeling your anger in the right direction and making sure that um, change can come about through that energy, Mm -hmm. you know. And and on that same note, taking from the rich and giving to the poor is definitely mm-hmm. the Robin Hood mentality. Mm-hmm. And Jesus had that and Bernie has that. That's right. what he's been trying to do. It's, what was the phrase? It's harder for a rich man to enter into the kingdom, kingdom of heaven. Um, it's harder for a, a, a camel to enter into the I eye of a needle, needle mm-hmm. than a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, Jesus wasn't fucking with the money. <laughs> and basically all that that's saying is like your focus and your attention shouldn't be fixated on money and material things it should be more so concentrated on people and helping other living mm-hmm. beings and mm-hmm. spirits like that's what this life is about yeah. if you're so caught up in money you're gonna miss out on all of that and that's why you won't reach the kingdom of heaven yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> alright so what other miracles did Jesus do uh, he was a healer, and this, when I think of about this, he talked about healing the blind, uh, curing those with uh, leprosy, uh, and he wasn't afraid to actually be amongst the people and try to make sure that their lives were better. Mm-hmm. And I compare that to Bernie in a sense because he wants Medicare for all, universal health care. Right. So he's trying to make sure that everybody has access and now when i say access i don't mean like oh i have access to it but i can't afford it i mean true at the point of service i don't access. got no premiums, no co-pays no co-pays no, no deductibles, deductibles none of that bullshit that we have to deal with with insurance i walk companies. in and get service <laughs> right that's how it is and it's not a radical idea i don't care how many times 32 people, first world countries exactly. have had it since the 1990s so all the fear mongering and yes we can afford it we're paying more now all that bullshit. It's just in the hands of the 1%, not ours. Exactly. So, again, Jesus was about healing people. It was about making sure that people, no matter what situation they were in financially, mm-hmm. that they had the ability to live their fullest and best lives through the body that they're in. And you can't do that if you don't have universal health care. Like, it's just impossible. Also, I might note with this whole coronavirus shit happening, you're starting to notice why universal health care is so important and why other countries are going to be in better shape than us. Because if one person gets sick, mm-hmm. it's a domino effect. Mm-hmm. It's the same universal, universal principles that apply to firefighters. Mm-hmm. So if one person's house is on fire mm-hmm. and you have private fire insurance, right? Oh, yeah. Does that make any fucking sense? Because their house is on fire. Oh, I don't got any insurance, so I guess my house burns down. What do you think is going to happen to the house next door? Mm-hmm. And that's why they're, they're they're public. Exactly. So when we think about it in a, in a sense of fires, it seems like obvious. Like, oh, yeah, of course. We, we shouldn't have private fucking fire insurance. That's dumb as fuck. But guess what? We actually used to. Mm-hmm. And then they stopped it because of that very reason. Mm-hmm. Why can't that logic like connect when it comes to healthcare? Because it's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. If you're in an office full of healthy people because everybody's got a job. But then and the janitor... Afford paid sick the leave. janitor has lower insurance and guess what he's cleaning up all your shit mm-hmm. supposedly but he's sneezing on all your shit mm-hmm. while he's cleaning it guess who's gonna get he sick the next to. morning he just can't afford to take off boom 
And that's how everybody in the office gets sick. But nobody wants to think about these things. Everybody wants to just have a black and white thinking mm-hmm. and being like, oh, no, you're going to take away our freedom or all this other bullshit. Oh, we can't afford it, but we can afford these wars, though. So it doesn't actually line up and doesn't actually make sense. And that's why that principle, when it comes to comparing Jesus to uh, Bernie to Jesus, makes a lot of sense. You should be about healing and wanting everyone to have the best life that they can and live the healthiest life that they can in the body that they exist in. Otherwise, what the fuck are we doing? So there's that. Um, His disciples. Yes. His disciples. So Jesus had disciples. People Jesus had like, a gang. Fucks with you. A gang of people who <laughs> were invested in him. Not everybody. Judas. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Warren. <clears throat> what? what? Oh. I'm sorry. Dean C. Dean But yeah, <laughs> he had a he had people who believed in his message and his principles, and they were willing to follow him and take on his message and spread it even after. Um, he was no longer here. Mm-hmm. I can say the same thing for Bernie. Like Bernie's up there in age. His principles, though, are going to last for, I think, the rest of this country's existence because he's changing the way that we look at certain aspects of our lives. Again, healthcare. Why is that not human right? Uh, housing. Housing. Living wages. Living wages. Uh, canceling student debt. Like Other countries don't have student debt. That's mm-hmm. not a thing. There's lunch debt that we have in this, this country. That's not a thing in other countries. Gosh. <sighs> like, not everything has to have a profit motive. And not everything should have a profit motive. Yeah. Certain things are off the table because we as a society choose to take care of one another and it knows that it would benefit the majority of us mm-hmm. as a collective mm-hmm. versus us being so individualistic. Mm-hmm. Because, again, it's going to catch up to your ass. Mm-hmm. This, this coronavirus is the biggest thing that I can point to that shows, like, yeah, you're going to get it, it too. It don't matter. Exactly. You're going to get it too. Don't <laughs> Your care. money don't matter. Your money doesn't fucking matter. It, it, it matters if you were taking care of everyone. And if everyone was taken care of, the crisis wouldn't be so big. So you're about to get it. I mean, right now we're talking about it. It's not that widespread. But literally. It's coming. I'm seeing more yeah, and more it, cases. It's coming yeah. because not everybody's going to have the same access. And not everybody's going to have time to take off from work when they're sick. Mm-hmm. Some people, if they miss a day of work, that's it for the rent. That's it for food. Exactly. That's it for the food for their children. There, so shit. they're like, look, fuck that. We mm-hmm. got to work. I don't care if I got a coronavirus and I got to affect the whole goddamn office, the whole staff. I need to get this money because y'all don't pay me enough to not take off work. Mm-hmm. Whew. And I would also say Bernie's campaign slogan is not me, us. Not me, us. And that's because this is a movement. The establishment thinks this is over with Bernie, but it's not. We just getting started. So going back to the disciples, guess who's following Bernie? AOC, the most popular politician out right now. And she's twenty nine. Twenty nine, though. And she got her with her the squad. The squad, Ilhan Omar, Ayanna Presley, Rashida Tlaib. Like, come on now. Oh, Rashida! I don't know if you saw the other day. <laughs> she was calling somebody out. Woo! <laughs> Rashida don't play that shit. <laughs> I, I think it was with the census because uh, they don't oh, yeah, have yeah, yeah. Uh, Middle Eastern or North African. So she was like, do I look white to you? <laughs> no, I answered the question. Do I look white to you? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that, that was his response. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I know. Because when, cha- when people in power are challenged and they've never been challenged before because they've been in power, mm-hmm. they don't know what to do. It's like getting called out for a lie. You've been lying all your life mm-hmm. and you, everybody just believes you. And then one person is like, uh, you bullshit." You'll be confused as fuck. Like, wait, this this isn't working on you? 
Yeah, like, not only is it the squad in Congress right now, there's more coming. Like, what what baby boomers, I don't think, realize is that, one, they're dying. Sorry, age is a thing. Death happens. It's a part of life. Yes. And millennials are only getting older. We're all adults now, and six years of Generation Z is adults, and we can vote. And millennials are the largest voting block at this moment. Exactly. And we just don't vote yet. We're seeing the bullshit as far as the political structure, and more of us are running for office. Right. So if if millennials, if you're a millennial and you're listening to this, you part of the squad, yeah. get out and vote because we literally have the numbers to change this shit. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, we're kind of fucked. And, and I'm <laughs> done with this. Uh, I don't like either of them, but I guess I'm going to vote for that. We're done with that. We're getting representatives who actually represent us. Right. Who are not about taking the money and screwing us over. Right. It's a, it's a sea change, and they don't know what to do with it, but it's coming. Oh, they scared. That's they why scared. they trying so hard they for They freaking Bernie. the fuck out. You see MSNBC? That uh, one oh, reporter? Oh, yeah. She's like... By eyeballing it. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 it I guess. Like <sighs> they're all here for Bernie. <laughs> she almost damn near like cried on camera. fake it. <laughs> on live television, she <laughs> almost cried because Bernie was winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that goes into the next similarity. Y'all, the government took Jesus out. Yes, they did. And they trying to come for Bernie politically. Right. They're trying politically because, of course, that's what you have to do at first. I'm sure that's what they did to Jesus. They, like, was trying to say, like, oh, he's a crook or a false prophet or blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. When Jesus was just doing his thing, preaching in love and yep, peace yep. and all this other stuff. And everybody's like, oh, no, because he's challenging power. Peace and love actually does challenge power because mm-hmm. a lot of people have gained their power through brutality mm-hmm. and through lies. So mm-hmm. when you're challenging that with peace, love, honesty, and respect, people in power get nervous because they know they can't actually get power through yeah. legit means. They have to do it through fear, through intimidation, through mm-hmm. whatever else it means, through insecurity or the thought of insecurity. Think about these insurance companies. Their their whole play is to think of, is to make us think that there's not enough money, <laughs> to make us feel like oh we don't have the resources, so we we feel insecure and then we don't fight for the things that we know that we deserve. Once you challenge that, we're like no we do we have the resources we should take care of each other. They want to shut that shit all the way down, but it don't work. In the end. Because you have a movement and you have the principles behind you, mm-hmm. that shit continues. Look at why we're still talking about Jesus right now. We should, I mean, in theory, are talking about him because of the things that he believed in and the principles behind him. Mm-hmm. That's why, uh, supposedly, <laughs> <laughs> we still are mentioning this dude to this day. Correct? Yeah. yeah. So, it ain't because his haircut, motherfucker. Because mm-hmm. y'all lied about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Lamb's wool. Exactly. Just saying. Bronze skin. Bronze skin. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Do your Googles. Mm-hmm. I ain't been to church in a minute and I know that. So do your Googles. Um, <laughs> so trying to uh, think about other similarities. Um, I didn't go to Bible study. I barely was paying attention in Sunday school. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like as far as the story of Jesus, I had to do a little research on it because I was like, well, yeah, for the show, I don't really know what we're talking about. So, <laughs> so um, some of the similarities I found were that, yes, they both, Bernie and Jesus, stand up for the oppressed and the sinners. Yes. Um, they both were arrested. Mm, that's true. Mm-hmm. He was arrested, so just in case, backstory. Um, 
Bernie was arrested in the 60s? I believe so. In the 60s, um, fighting against housing discrimination and fighting for uh, against uh, the whole segregation mm-hmm. of schools. Um, in Chicago. In Chicago. Actually founded a chapter of CORE um, that, to allow that to happen. So while he was doing that, Biden was over here fighting for segregation. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Like, there are differences between these candidates. Exactly. Um, another similarity I found was that they both preach messages orally. Mm, a very good point. Mm-hmm. Very good point. Um, to that point... The 1%! <laughs> um, so they talked about Jesus with the parables. And a parable is a succinct didactic story in prose or verse that illustrates one or more instructive lessons or principles. Right. I had a parable before, like one. You uh, did yesterday. It was good. I forgot. I, I forgot what it was. Oh, the Good Samaritan. Okay. There we go. So, talking about immigration, the Good Samaritan is a parable discussing welcoming in the stranger. You know, actually being a person that is caring about the next man next to you, versus being someone who's trying to build walls or Ooh. trying to reject those who aren't necessarily from the same area. You're supposed to be welcoming, uh, especially of those who are in need, who might be poor or disenfranchised. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to help them out and give them a helping hand. That's what the Good Samaritan is about. So, you know, and there's a all, lot of Christians that are about that whole, uh, we need to have a wall shit. Yeah. Are you Christian or are you Christ-like? Yeah. That's you got to ask yourself that question. Are you following the example of Jesus Christ? Because Bernie... He got immigration reform. He says the pathway to citizenship. Mm-hmm. He's trying to make sure that every person in the DACA program is a citizen like on day one. That's mm-hmm. one of his principles. Mm-hmm. So. And not only just that, but also taking care of the American people. Right. So, again, if you really look at the principles of this stuff, you got to question whether you've actually been politically aligned with your Christian values or if you've just been espousing them because you feel like the Christian label gives you some sense of superiority. Because Christian superiority is a thing, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's caused a lot of damage throughout the world and still is. Mm-hmm. And I would say with that political alignment, you were saying yesterday how like your personal values could align mm-hmm. with being yeah. Christ-like, yeah. but your political values don't right. match up. Right. And that doesn't... And you need to... I think that doesn't, that doesn't match up well and it doesn't actually translate to you becoming the best version of yourself or the society becoming the best version because if you're a christian and you have these values about love and peace and caring about the other you should vote accordingly and Mm -hmm. be proactive in that and fighting for candidates that do the same Mm -hmm. instead it's like the political fixation is on money Mm -hmm. it's on oh i want my taxes lower yeah you know and i'm like vote for the people you actually want based on your values based on the values that you claim to uphold but I will say, until this progressive movement, there hasn't been candidates who are really with our values. That is true. But there's always been those who actively vote with people based off of um, the opposite values. Yeah. So it's like, it's the same thing with Christians who fixate on... So I'll take um, LGBTQ uh, Q issues mm-hmm. as an example. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of Christians who their fixation, even on the sermons and, and the things that they preach, is always about anti-gay or anti-this, anti-anti-anti. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, that's what you do politically as well. It's like you're voting for things against other people. Like, I don't want them to get married. Or like, I don't want them to have the right uh, to teach that in school. And it's like, 
You're not or adopt kids or adopt kids. Where damn, see, look at all that shit. Mm. <laughs> it's like that doesn't actually espouse the values that you're claiming to have. Why would that be your fixation? Why would that be your focus? Yeah, Why you're stopping like, children from having a loving parents and home. What? But you Christ-like though. Again, your your values and your Jesus never talked about gay people, dog. Just in case you didn't notice, he said love all. He didn't say, oh, pick and choose. Oh, that motherfucker has sex that way. Oh, well, we can't do that. He never said that. So I don't know where you're getting your fixation on it. If he never well, mentioned it once. in the Bible, because remember, humans wrote the Bible. But we're, if we're talking about being Christian and we're talking about following, following Christ. The of Christ. Yeah. He didn't mention that shit. So why is your fixation? If he didn't mention it at all, why are you fixated on it? Because Paul or Joseph or somebody else did. I'm just saying. Well, on that note, uh, AOC had some words to say about the LGBTQ community and the way that this administration mm. is attacking the LGBTQ community, especially the trans community. So this is from the Huffington Post politics section. Title is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Jesus would be maligned as radical by today's Congress. Sure the fuck would. So basically, she's calling out the bigotry um, of this administration for using Christianity to discriminate against this community. She said, it strikes her that if Christ himself walked through these doors and said what he said thousands of years ago, that we should love our neighbor and our enemy, that we should welcome the stranger, fight for the least of us, that it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle there than for is. a rich man to go into the kingdom of heaven, mm -hmm. he would be maligned as a radical and rejected from these doors. And I just found it interesting because this article happened like last week. Mm -hmm. It came out. And I was like, oh, that's, that's my show. <laughs> um, AOC speaking truth. Exactly. Like, if Jesus was alive today, just like when he was alive then, people would hate him. Mm -hmm. Same thing with MLK. Y'all all love these figures after the In fact hindsight. or pretend to love them, exactly. but never actually. During. During the time you're not there. And also, even after, you're not upholding their values mm -hmm. so that's the biggest thing that i want to get through on this podcast and i know i've said it before in the video but it's like the values and the principles of jesus are not actually being followed through on that's why there are so many people that are not christ-like but they're just christian mm -hmm. you just have a title mm -hmm. that shit don't mean nothing if you're not actually following through with what the man stood for what's the point and as you can see, they are trying to get Bernie any way they can. So he's not too popular right now either. Right. At least not amongst the elites. Amongst exactly. the people. He just raised four to six million dollars. In a month. And again, this is not corporate money. This is people saying like, we believe oh, in I've you. Oh, I've donated. Yep. Well, I mean, I haven't done one lately. Pockets kind of tight. But, <laughs> <laughs> but after Super Tuesday, yeah, I'm going to donate again. I'm going to re-up on, I'm giving them like a good $10 or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, did you want to talk about Christian socialism? Oh, right. So as I was doing some research on this topic for today, uh, I looked up, uh, the different, uh, types of Christianity when it came to truly upholding the principles of Jesus Christ. And I came across, um, when it comes to political stuff, uh, Christian socialists. So they're the Christians, um, according to them. Again, I don't know. This could be another label. <laughs> it's all about the values. 
Um, but they state that their values are more so aligning with their Christian faith and uh, the social uh, ideas of the ideas of socialism when it comes to caring about uh, your neighbor, having that collective interest in one another and making sure that you are um, you're not solely focused on the individualistic mindset or mind frame of looking at problems or a society. So these are the Christians that actually are about um, helping out their neighbors, um, about immigration reform and security for those who are looking to seek asylum, fleeing war-torn, war-torn countries, which we've kind of, we're the ones, like all the countries in South America that are fucked up, it's because we did coups or did some type of intervention there. They just end up fucked up. MS-13 started in L.A., so... Come on now. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. We be exporting gangs. <laughs> That's how fucked up we are. But yeah, so Christian socialists, they are, if I was going to be a Christian, I think I would more align myself with that because they aren't being apathetic about their political views because they know that politics is systemic and uh, faith, when it comes to the individual, can't just be about you and your own self in a bubble you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because if you aren't trying to affect the greater environment around you the greater society around you then you'll watch that society crumble around you yeah and for some christians that's cool they they actually take pride in that they're like oh all this shit's gonna go to hell and go to shit and i'm gonna be all right but will you be all right if you watched everything go to shit (laughs) think about that shit about it right think about that if you just watch everything go to hell do you think you're going to be all right? Or do you think the person who was fighting against that will? Isn't that literally what Jesus came down here for? For our sins? He could have just been like, oh, well, all right, y'all fucked up. I'll leave y'all alone to be fucked up. Think about it again. I know it might be uncomfortable for some people listening, but challenge yourself to think about whether or not you're actually living up to your values. Not only on an individual level, but on a larger scale, politically as well. All right, so today's title is, Is Bernie Sanders the Second Coming of Jesus? So with that second coming, that means that we're in the midst of apocalypse. Yep. Speaking of shit going to hell. (laughs) So, um, I'm going to read some signs to you and and we'll see if if those times are are here. I feel like they are. (laughs) So uh, this is from BeliefNet.com. It's called Apocalypse Now, Six Biblical Signs of the End of Times. Oh, Lord. So we will see if it is, in fact, the apocalypse. First, nation against nation. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. Check. (laughs) How many wars are we in right now? (laughs) I don't think we ever stop being in war. This country, at least. Good gosh. It was Iraq. Then there was Afghanistan. Then there was Yemen. Then there was a thing with Iran. We got naval bases all over the goddamn place. We in Africa, North Africa. Mm -hmm. Why are we in Niger? I still want to know. Why are we in Niger right now? Well. Resources. Oil. Other shit. You know. And exporting our uh, power. Exporting all our damn weapons so mm-hmm. that other countries can subject their people. Because once you have that firepower, what are the people supposed to do? Now they're subjected to your dominance and whatever your will is. 
Look at Saudi Arabia. You think all those people actually want to be living like that? Hell no. But they can't say shit. Women just got the ability to drive out there. And I think that was just... I don't even know if they really are. Like, it's one of those laws that, like, you can do it. But that if you do it, yeah. people are going to be like, what the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. You know? So, you know, check. Check. <laughs> All right. Next one is false prophets. Ooh, check, 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 check. For false Christs and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders so as to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. Mm, uh, can we say 45? <laughs> Trump. Definitely a false prophet. He talked about, he even talked about universal health care mm-hmm. and all these things to mm-hmm. trick people into thinking he was about that. Outflanking, damn thing. outflanking Hillary from the left, by the way, which was so dumb, which is why her campaign failed. How do you get outlefted by Trump? Yeah. <laughs> like, how are you more. <laughs> oh, you so terrible candidate. Terrible candidate. Anyways, let's not do that again, shall we? Let's vote for Bernie. 2020, hindsight. You know? So these false Christs will look like the real deal. They'll preach like a Christian, mm. be charismatic, draw mm. in many, many followers. Mm. These Those followers will sincerely believe that in following these people, they're doing the work of God. Boom. Does that shit sound familiar or what? All these evangelical Christians, all these uh, people that are claiming the, the mantle of Christianity are voting for Trump, y'all. If that's not a false prophet, I don't know what is. But you see, if you're focused or your Christianity is focused on hate or division or insecurity, then if he speaks to that division and insecurity, which he does, aka immigrants taking over, we're losing the country, blah, 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 blah. Muslims are taking over. Like, no, they're not. But anyways, if that's what he does, he's going to grab you in and he'll be like, oh, that's our God. He's Christian. And then you'll make every excuse in the book. He slept with porn stars. Oh, well, the Lord works in mysterious ways. He uses some of some people to do his best work, even though they're not necessarily. Is he following the example of Christ? Over here, grabbing women by the pussy, all this shit. Mm -hmm. That's 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 your that's your guy. That's the Christian representation that you were talking about. Or are you just okay with the bigotry because that's what you line up with and you're willing to skate past everything else? Or even you. Following the example of Christ. Going back to it. Check. Check. <laughs> the next one is one of my favorites because I definitely believe it to be true. Oh, and also he was locking up kids in cages. Come on now. Concentration camps. I know. Oh, we really? Know. Like, I know. Come on. Yeah. But that goes into the next one. Moral decay. Oh, there we go. <laughs> definitely check on that one. Right. But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, Mm. proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient Mm. to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Yeah, that's Trump in a nutshell and a lot of his followers because y'all are talk about moral decay to be claiming the mantle of Christianity again. How much of a damage is this doing? This is why so many people aren't Christian in our generation. Like we're looking at you as such hypocrites and we're like, this is what y'all signed up for. This is it. This is what y'all want us to follow. You can't even do it. Why the hell would I follow your religion if you can't even be a good person to me? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like what? 
and and i would say like not even just trump supporters not even just christians like overall oh yeah globally mm -hmm. there is a lack of compassion a lack of empathy a lack of love a lack of care for this planet you know like which is real. a domino effect which will allow we seeing it right now come on now um so i would definitely say a check to this just be and, and that's the shift that's the shift that's happening currently within our generation specifically is and it's coming with a shift towards mental health and wellness we're trying to focus on healing we're trying to focus on being a better person so therefore we can be a better person to each other right you know we're trying to because something went wrong <laughs> The fact that we can just walk past homeless people on the street and not think nothing of it. Mm -hmm. The fact that we don't want to see the videos of those concentration camps at the border. Yet we know that they're happening and it hasn't shit. Hasn't done. shit changed. Them kids are still in cages. And again, we'll look back at this in history and we'll see, we'll condemn it. And we're going to be like, oh, how could that happen? But what people need to realize is... That there's always a time in the present when something's happening. There's never been a time exactly. in history where some fuck shit wasn't going on. Mm -hmm. It's just that we turn a blind blind eye. Mm -hmm. MLK, all that shit was going on. All those people were either like, oh, you're rocking the boat too much. Mm -hmm. Or don't push for too much. You're a troublemaker. Mm -hmm. Or like, can you just black keep your head down? Go. Yeah, a lot of black people like, oh, keep your head down. We got our, we, we got some like integration already. Like we got, we got, I got mine. Can you stop messing up the boat for me? Mm -hmm. Individualism. Yeah. Remember the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Live by these and you'll avoid the trap of moral decay that so many are destined to fall into. Well, destined is right. The next one is signs. Oh, so that's a check. That's a definite That's check. a definite <laughs> check. Signs in the stars is the next one. Christ speaks of the sky, saying, and there will be signs in the sun and moon and stars and on the earth distress of nations and perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves, people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Mm. Climate change. In a nutshell, the whole environment is collapsing around us because we aren't taking care of the environment around us. And like for this, I specifically thought of when the um, the fires were happening in Australia, mm -hmm. the way the fire mixed with the sun actually exactly uh, uh, it matched it the, matched the flag of the Aborigine people. Yeah. And I was like, that's a sign from the universe, Mother Earth, that y'all fucking up. <laughs> glaring, like literally glaring. Yeah, you <laughs> <Obvious> know. <sign. laughs> and they've been having hell since, like literally, like. Huge size hail. Hail. Like, goddamn. Like, size of SUVs type hail. Like, what kind of shit is that? And then they had, I think it was, I don't know if it was on the mainland or some, uh, you know, uh, restricted part. But they had more fruit bats there than the human population there. So, yeah, the earth is speaking. And then the glaciers keep melting. The seas are rising. That goes into the next one. Oh. Not necessarily the next one. But another one is an earthquake in many places. Puerto Rico got how many? In like a month? Of, off the coast of Jamaica. And that shit don't never happen. Yeah. So all this fracking that we're doing. Because we all know that fracking causes earthquakes. So us trying to drill into the earth for mm -hmm. some fucking oil. When we have renewable energy right in the fucking sky. Exactly. Every day. 
You Every know? day, the sun is shining somewhere. I guarantee it. And how is the planet majority water and only getting more with these ice caps melting? And we not using hydropower. The fuck? <laughs> Makes no sense. Oh, wait. Money. Right. Because we got to make money. Right, right, right. So that would be a check for the signs of the stars and a check for earthquakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a great tribulation. Tribulation. For then there will be a great tribulation such as has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever shall. This tribulation will be set off by an action of the Antichrist and conclude with the coming of the true Christ. Trump, Bernie Sanders. Just saying. Not saying anything, but just saying. But even that, it's, it's like... Like, let me read this. It may be that this tribulation is the combined effect of all the other signs. A world torn by war, inhumanity, natural disasters, mm. and heavenly disturbances would certainly qualify as a tribulation. That sounds about right. That sounds about right, y'all. Like, not even to solely say that Trump is the Antichrist and Bernie Sanders is Christ, even though this title of the show is Bernie Sanders, the Second Coming of Christ. I'm, I'm just saying, like... Yeah, we in a time. We in some apocalyptic times, y'all. Yeah, this is really bad. Then those are the six signs. Like, we hitting them. We hitting all of them. <laughs> My question to everyone listening is like, what side of history are you going to be on? Because, again, if you know history, you know there's going to be a side. <laughs> you know that there are going to be people who are going to be for change and uplift those who have been you know, disregarded within the society. So are you going to be on that side or are you going to be on the side of the people who are taking advantage of everyone? Mm -hmm. And then the last note that they have here is prepare, don't despair. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts out its leaves, you know that summer is near. And it's basically like, we all see this shit. Stop turning a blind eye right. and do something about it. Like Prepare. It's obvious. It's so obvious. We all know what's going on. We know that we can't just sit on the sidelines anymore. And if we do, we know the consequences of that. So that's my problem is that nobody wants to deal with these consequences. Climate change, lack of health care, coronavirus going to be affecting us, all these endless wars, and then all these countries hate us. And they're like... When we get a terrorist attack, they're like, well, why do they hate us? Because uh, we've been bombing their country for the last 50 years, maybe. We've been trying to jack their oil and all their resources that they could have used to develop their own country. Maybe that's why they hate us. Just a hint. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. We just had that shit go down in Iran. Come on, now. And then we won. And why. we've been fucking with Iran since Reagan. Why do you think they fucking hate us? Or why do we think we have tension between those two nations? Because we've been trying to jack their shit. Certain nations took it. Like in South America. And then their their economies and their society just went to hell. Mm. And that's why they're fleeing us now. And then we have to deal with the people seeking asylum. Mm. It always comes back, y'all. It's never like, oh, alright, we're going to fuck you over. And then it's going to be all sweet. No. The next generation is going to have to deal with that. The next generation is going to have to deal with the generation that dealt with that trauma. And they gonna come Z, see you. Generation Z is even more active than millennials are, because especially with climate change, they're like, "Fuck no." And that's gonna be the great 
I think equalizer when it comes to this shit because there's no like uh, climate change isn't gonna affect one part of the world. Or oh yeah, no, it's it's, 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 a, it's gonna affect everybody. If anything, Africa is <laughs> safe. Africa would probably be most safe, not North Africa. North Africa, yeah, no, nah, fuck, no. Nah. Um, but Central, Central will be all right. Um, West Africa will probably be the best. Okay, be so go back home, black people. <laughs> yeah, no, West Africa is gonna be the shit. Madagascar I mean, is on. Not on fire, but it's hot as fuck over there. Mm. Well, you know, life started in Africa, so maybe it's time to go back. I am de- well. You already know we down. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna be taking trips. Yes. All right? But all right, so that is the end of the show. Yeah. So remember to check out the Q and A response. Um, Definitely check that out, y'all. It was yeah, really. We good. actually had it on the podcast yesterday, but we were going over, so that's why the the computer. Was having but maybe it's a blessing in disguise. So now y'all can go to the YouTube channel, On subscribe. Wednesday. Wednesday, the video will be out. Subscribe to the channel and check out the Q and A, and then leave some comments below to see if you have like any questions or thoughts about what we discussed. Because I think the conversation went really well. It did. Um, and we got into some pretty deep things with the questions and comments that were made. Mm-hmm. And we love interacting with y'all. Like we love the exchange of ideas and opinions, um, learning and growing, and getting a better understanding from our audience, and growing our audience so that we can enlarge our our reach and our understanding um, with you, the people. Mm-hmm. That's what this uh, po- podcast is about. It's about like changing. Well, read read that tagline. <laughs> so it's so real. It's a podcast that challenges the norms. Yes. These constructs our reality and questions your thinking right so we love doing that and the best way for that to happen is for us to keep our interactions going keeping our community strong mm-hmm. um so we love y'all here at it's so real mm-hmm. y'all are family and we do appreciate you interacting with us so hit us up subscribe to the youtube channel check out that video about our q a and then for the next episode Leave us some questions because we'll, we'll, we'll post a question, we'll post a question on uh, Friday, um, I believe. We'll, yeah, we'll be posting questions on Friday. So leave us some comments, um, some questions about the topic of the week. Because, again, we love interacting with mm-hmm. y'all. It's, it's the best part of the podcast. We obviously like talking and working with each other, obviously. If you, <laughs> if you didn't know, check out our last podcast. We uh, took we a took break, break to, to fall, fall in love. love. <laughs> um, but interacting with y'all is also a joy, and it gives us a lot of... Um, a lot of energy and, and I think it just it just fills us up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely love doing the show with you also. Ooh, I love it too, baby. Give me one So, yeah, uh, if you are in Alameda County or Oakland, please check out our YouTube channel later today. We will um, upload our video where we're talking about who we decided to vote for. The ballot um, measures. For the measures, the proposition, the offices open, all of that. Yeah, you. And uh, last but not least, vote for Bernie. What the fuck y'all doing? Vote for Bernie (laughs) tomorrow. Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday, baby. Vote for Bernie. Vote for Bernie. Nobody else. Vote for Bernie. He's doing what the people need. Whether y'all like it or not. (laughs) And he's advancing us to catch up with the rest of the world. We need it. Like again, this coronavirus is really going to show people, but I I don't want to get to that, but it seems like it just is. Mm-hmm. But I like I explained before, you wouldn't want to have just fire insurance for one person on the block cuz then the whole block's going to burn down. Exactly. Same thing with health insurance. One person gets sick, the whole block going to get sick. Mm-hmm. It's really simple concept when you just break it down. 
Yeah. And I want to say after we vote tomorrow, we are taking a break from politics. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Your boy also is taking a long break. This Until the summer extensive. convention, when they figure out like what's going on in Milwaukee. I, in Milwaukee um, when they figure out who their nominee is going to officially be, mm-hmm. it should be Bernie. Get this man the majority of votes so you don't got to go through no fuck shit, please. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'm taking a break until uh, then. And then after that, I'm taking a break until the actual election. In November. In November. Yeah. So. Because this takes a lot of work to research everything. It takes a lot to of. to stay on <sighs> it. Like, stuff is always happening. They're always having debates. There's always a new poll out showing yeah. certain directions. So, knowing certain aspects of the demographics, who's voting here, who's voting there. Like, it takes a lot to be politically informed. It does. It does. <laughs> but. We will gladly do this, and we will gladly be the hub, the source. And share, to yes. Sh- so, like, if you're not one of those people, and I understand if you're not, and if you need some place where you can be politically informed, we will be that place, mm-hmm. and I will help you out in, in knowing what the fuck is going up so that you're at least informed when you're going into that voting booth. Mm-hmm. But I will not sacrifice my life for it. Mm-hmm. Take your breaks. <laughs> I will take my break, and uh, that's Vote exactly... and then take your break. There we go. That's exactly what we plan on doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so we will see what next week's show is about. Right. <laughs> but I'm excited. I am excited. Um, thank you again for joining us. Yes. This is your boy Oso. Your girl Rocky. Uh, that's it. That's the show. Remember to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well as to our podcast on whatever streaming platform is your preference. All right, y'all. We out. Peace. And love. Always.